Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman. I am your host for the hour, Rev K, and I am so grateful that we have made it in the studio this morning. I have my best friend, my co-host, and my husband with me again today for a part two of what we studied last week, Help My Unbelief. Reverend Alex LaFleur, do you want to say good morning to the people? Good morning to the people. (laughs) And so we are going to start out with just a couple of announcements. Um, Just shout out to She from She's Creative. We thank God for you, for your um, business, your support, and your ministry. I want to thank all of my Chrysalis Award uh, partners, uh, BMV's Bling. Thank you so much for your contribution. Thank you to all of the vendors, uh, She's Creative, um, and those people that are donating to the Chrysalis winners. We do have our winner for October, and I'm mean, not October, September, and we will be announcing her soon. So thank you all for your contribution and your support. And then um, we're going to open up with prayer. Do you want to pray this morning? Yeah, I'll pray. Okay. Father, we thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to speak to your people, Lord thank you, God. Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the words that you will give us for this hour, Lord God. Yes, God. What the information is that you want your people to hear, Father. We thank you for our experiences this week, Lord, that you, will Lord. fine-tune the things that we say, Lord, because they overcame by the blood of the Lamb yes, and the okay. word of their testimony, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in our lives and in the thank lives you, of the hearers, Lord God. And to continue to bless and bless this program, Lord. Bless thank all you, the hearers. God. Bless all the doers, Lord God. And we just give you all praise, all honor, and all glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we're going to get right into our lesson. Again, we are just doing part two of Help My Unbelief, which is coming from the book of Mark, chapter 9. And our key verse that we had marked was verse 22. And I'll just read that for you um, briefly, and then we'll get right into teaching. And it said, And oft times it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But If thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. That's actually reading it in the King James Version. Um, Let me just go down to 25 for this purpose. So Jesus said unto him, If thou canst, all things are possible to him that believe. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. So that's our key verse. I'm sorry. It's verse 24, which is our key verse. It's 22 through 24. Amen. Amen. And so last week we briefly discussed about the father and his son that he brought to Jesus to heal him from this spirit that he was, um, the spirit that was casting him into water. Um, It was a deaf and dumb spirit. And so it was casting him into fire, casting him into water. And this is during the time where Jesus comes down from the mount, um, the mountain with his few disciples. And the man is there with his son and the disciples that was left down there (laughs) from the mountain was not able to heal this young boy from his ailment. Amen. 
And so one of the things that we discussed last week about helping with unbelief is that you first have to, I mean, it's difficult to not have doubt. Right. And the man was openly confessing that, yes, I believe you, but there's an area of me that is still questioning. There's an area of me that may not feel worthy of your healing. There's an area in me that may feel like, well, maybe you've done it for others, but maybe not for my son. Because you have to think this man had to have heard about Jesus Christ and the healing that took place before he brought his dumb and deaf son to Christ. He had to have heard about the miracles that had been taking place in that season and that he thought if I'd only take my son there, maybe he yeah. can heal him too. But one thing that the Lord was showing me in this encounter was that the first person that he took his son to were the leaders. Yes. He took his son to the leaders. Not only were they leaders, but they are ambassadors of Christ. They are, um, what would be the word for it? Because they walk with Christ. They, right. they knew Christ. They were friends of Disciples. Christ. Disciples of Christ. And so followers of Christ, you take your child to someone who is representing who Christ is, and they're not able to do anything. Right. Unable to do anything. You take your child to who says that God is mighty and God is powerful and God is faithful and God is wonderful and all these things about God and you have a child and you need your child to be set free, healed and delivered, but they aren't able to do it. And and they walk with Christ and they saw the way Christ moved and they saw the way Christ worked and they saw the healings and they saw the deliverance taking place in others. But what was it that caused them not to be able to be effective in helping this young boy? And one thing that the Lord showed me, because we're going to talk about two things. You want to tell them the two things we're talking going about? We're to talk about what it means to be an assistant of the power or resistant to the power assistant of the power so if you have something to write with write that down we're going to discuss how to be an assistant go ahead we baby. call it active assistance or active resistance so write down active assistance or active resistance so you're either assisting with the power in the power or, or you're resisting yeah. or you're resisting the power and so at this time the disciples were operating in <laughs> resistance resistance you want to elaborate on that for us yeah right? if you think about it the the fame of jesus went very fast because the first couple of miracles that happened it was something it was a wondrous thing that nobody had ever seen before so people you know word of mouth flies in small yes. communities and I mean the way that their information would transfer it was from person to person mouth to mouth and I mean you know somebody you tell somebody that person tells people and those people tell people and it can spread very very fast so when he would come to a community he would already have a, a, a crowd of people waiting for him right because the where you got the runners that's running before him like to let them know Jesus is on his way here so by the time he actually gets in town they're he, they're hounded they're surrounded by people that want to see the power of God and need something from God so it, it was quite an event right. so here's this man he hears the same thing he's like oh well my son is 
been tormented for years and years and years and years and years. Let me go take him to the one that can save him. Yes, God. Now, when this man gets to this place where Jesus is, Jesus isn't there, but his disciples are there. <laughs> Jesus is on another mission. You know, yes. Jesus is steady moving. He's steady moving. He, you, you would be, it would be a blessing to catch him at ah, a certain time because he wasn't necessarily available to the crowd at all times. He was available to the ones that God sent mm-hmm. to his direction. That's right. I mean, a lot of times people would catch him at a time where he was just passing by and he happens to notice him or her. Or they happen to notice him and have an opportunity to get into his area of vision so that he can focus on them and do something to help them. So this man had that same intention. He's taking his deaf and dumb son that has the spiritual crisis. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about loving your child and your child isn't, operating in the way that you would expect your child to function your child has issues Mm -hmm. whatever the issue is you still love your child even with the issues your child could be demonically possessed but it's not the child it's it's the demon that's making the child act a certain way so you don't hate your child because it's got a demon you love your child and you hope that god can do something to help your child right so he goes through this extra effort to bring his child to Jesus but Jesus wasn't there so what's the next best thing Jesus's representatives Hmm. and he had way more than one so of all these people that were there with Jesus that represented Jesus all these people not one of them could help his son so he was in a crisis he went from being full of faith to being oh my god what am I going to do and you have to think that during that time, the man already has a little faith or some faith, mm-hmm. and he has some doubt. But mm-hmm. after the encounter with the representatives, the one that walks with Jesus and knows how Jesus moves and knows the power of healing through Christ Jesus, can't do anything, that had to increase that man's doubt because here I am taking my child to church where this pastor is, where this apostle is, where this prophet is, Mm -hmm. where this evangelist is, where this preacher is, but my child gets to go back home the same way. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God is dealing with us about power. The lack of power, the resistance, the resistance, the active resistance, the active resistance, the active uh, assistance. And so here we are in a time where we need God's power in order to do anything. There's a scripture in the Bible that teaches us that it's not by my might or not by my power, but by your spirit, be- because right. he has to be a part of what's taking place in whomever it is that he has designed healing to be for. Like yes. Reverend LaFleur was saying that there were times where people accidentally was able to get into his yes. presence, but their accident was still God designed. It was yeah. still the will of God that they encountered this Christ. And so as the man takes his son to the disciples, because Jesus himself isn't there, he should have been able he to. He should have been able to get the results that he came for. But why wasn't he able to? It was because of their lack of power. The active resistance. In a situation where you're following uh, someone that has a special connection to God, mm. you have a desire. But just because you have a desire doesn't mean that you have the function. In yeah. order to get the function, it's like it's like exercise, and that's what God showed me about 
getting power. If we want to get natural power, what do you do? You exercise, you work out, you, right. you put the time in to lift heavy things and move mm. a lot of extra miles or a, a go a lot of extra with endurance just to get to a point where your body can make an adjustment. And everybody that's ever exercised knows that if you do it on the first day, you, the result that you have on the first day is what? Pain. So and they say no pain, no gain. But you don't see the results of being stronger. The first thing you see is that you're weaker. That's mm -hmm. the first thing you notice about after you do some exercise because you're trying to get strong is that your muscles have to make an adjustment to all that extra pain, all that extra workout that you added to them. So they have to have that's a good. process where they first become weak. Mm, you first good. become weak before you become strong. You, for, you, as a matter of fact, if you're in a severe workout, you're at your weakest after your workout. Right. And then it's due through the healing and the rest and everything else that your body makes the adjustment. And before you know it, you, you can endure a lot more than you were able to before you started working out. Right. And that's something in the spirit. It's the same way. It's like the active resistance comes from the fact that you haven't been doing it. So you don't know what you're doing. Right. Or your body hasn't hasn't allowed itself to reach that pinnacle where it can lift whatever the poundage is or it can go whatever the distance is at first because you're not ready. And that's the thing. The, the disciples, they had the connection. appearance. They had the they, connection. They had the connection and they the appearance. They looked holy. They, they looked real they looked holy. Strong. They, they looked strong. They looked like they, they were able. Like, I mean, they they go everywhere Jesus goes, so they must know something, right? They looked like they could do what Jesus but they, did. they didn't have it. And, and the reason why, and what God was showing me with, you know, you, it, so the first thing that when they, after this event, they asked Jesus, why weren't we able to cast this demon out? And he tells them, this comes but by fasting and praying. That's right. Fasting and praying. Yes, we can go and just go into prayer. We can have a prayer meet, a prayer team, a prayer closet. But if you don't add fasting to the praying, then there is limited things that you will be able to do. What God right. wants us to be able to do in this season is to gain the power of God. Power. Not your power, not my power, not our power, but his power. We are going to a place and we are getting into a season that we need the power of God yes. in order to help those people that will come to us as representatives, as ambassadors, as disciples, as followers of Christ. And they're going to need God's power through us to heal those things that they are bringing to us. And one thing that God does not want to do is to have his people leave doubting his power. He doesn't want to have those parents, those fathers, those mothers, those daughters, those sons, those people that need the true power of God to walk away from an experience with someone who says that they are an ambassador, that they are a disciple, that they are a preacher, that they are a pastor, whatever your title may be. God That's does right. not want his 
these people that are ailed with these demonic presence or these spirits or these these uh, things that are, are, are hindering them to walk away, they're doubting more than they were when they encountered you. Now, it's one thing to encounter uh, your own doubt at home. You already have your issues. You already are going through your questioning with God and, you know, will you do it for me? But they're the last thing that God wants his people to do is to come into a place where his people are that said that they know him and said that they have his power and you can't do nothing about this this situation we're living in a day and a time now where God's power is not so far away from us but we have to be willing to do what God has Jesus has instructed in the scripture he said this comes by fasting and praying so he didn't say fasting or praying so you can't just have the prayer and not add the fast or you can't just have the fast and not add the prayer you have to have both in order for you to get to the level of assistant assist active uh active assistance active assistance in order to assist the holy ghost and assist the people into a place where they know that you can cast out this demonic presence or this demon or this deaf and dumb spirit or whatever spirit is coming into your direction it, it you know we can't wait until jesus come back for us to be able to operate in his power like that's right by the That's time right. Jesus returns, we should have done the work that he has sent us to do. And so I know we spoke about it briefly last week that God is calling a fast. God is calling yes. a fast and he's calling it not just to people, but he's mainly focused on leaders because this scripture and the Holy Spirit was showing me just on the drive over and talking to my husband. The Holy Spirit was showing me that there are some leaders that are operating in position right. and in place with no power. No power. You have the place. You have the title. You have the position. You got the seat. You got the, 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 the information, but you don't have no authority. And that's what the power of God is, is speaking about today. This is not power, some whimsical, you know, hocus pocus thing. The power that God is talking about in the scripture is that the authority of God, that you stand yes. in the authority that God has given unto you to be able to speak to whatever spirit it is and tell it to come out. That is authority. So the power we're talking about is not power for you to be seen, power for you to be relevant, power for you to be, you know, promoted power for you to look all glorious and wonderful like That's my right. husband calls them but the power of God in order to take authority over that spirit that is uh, possessing that person or persons amen amen now, let's look at an analogy now everybody likes well everybody knows what football is right uh, um, with football you have two teams and they they face each other and they oppose each other. They oppose each Come other on. the whole game. Yes, yes. The whole game is active resistance hmm. and active assistance <laughs> because the the uh, the defense their job is to stop the offense right. from reaching their goal. Come on. Now the defense doesn't have a goal as far as reaching the other side because they're on defense. Right. It's the offense. Now they get to trade places. Because the offense becomes the defense and the defense becomes the offense. That's but good. it all depends on what the defense does at the time and what the offense does at the time. Mm -hmm. So the quarterback and his team, their goal is to score. Okay. And the the defense, their their objective the whole time is to not them let get not let them get one inch forward. 
So that's what you're dealing with in the spirit. You have two sides that are actively opposing each other all the time. The devil comes but to kill, <laughs> steal, and to destroy. And he, the Lord says that he comes that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. So what's the difference be from, between abundance mm -hmm. and total destruction? They're two opposing thoughts. They're two opposing plans. So if God wants you to have more than enough, and the devil don't want you to have nothing, those are the two opposing teams. So there you go. you got it. Which team are you on? Now, if you say that you know God and that you love God and that you want God's power, but you don't do anything, hmm. you don't do nothing to promote or to actively assist in the power Active of God. Assistance. And that what does that mean, to actively assist in the power of God? It means to get in the face of God. It means you, mm. you can't know God if you don't talk to God. Right. You can't know God if you don't read about God. You right. can't know God if you don't study his words. God is, is real. So how do you find out about the real God? Is you look for and you discover the real God. Amen. If you're not doing that, then you have a form of godliness, but you deny the, the power, power there. Come on. That's a beautiful. And I like the analogy of the football. You have one team opposing and one team actively assisting. That's right. And the goal, of, the goal of football is to win. That's right. The overall goal is not right. just to score one touchdown or two touchdowns or That's score right. a field goal or to make a catch or to get, you know, first down again. The That's goal right. of the game is to win. to win. And so what we want to do, we want to be able to win. And because God is already victorious, we need his active assistance right. in us. We need his power in order for us to get to a place to where we know that it's his power. We know that it's him in us. We know that it has nothing to do with us, that we are just a part. And, and God is so amazing that he allows us to be a part of that assistance in order to bring these people that's from right. a place of torment to a place of healing. That's and right. that's the overall goal. We don't want people to walk out the same way that they walked in. After, oh, glory to your name. If they have encountered you and you are as wonderful as you say that you are right. and you are as mighty as you say that you are because nowadays we can't go by just the preacher preaching. Yes, there are some amazing powerful preachers, but if I leave your session the same way that I came you didn't do nothing but perform and it's time out for the performance in God's house and it's time for the real people see people are going into conferences they going into churches they are going into different spiritual settings but they're walking out the same way that the they walked way. in and that's not God I don't care how you looked at it God did not call you to preach a good good sermon God didn't call you to hoop and holler so people can walk away and be the same God called us to be the disciples which means followers and when you are following a true leader then you see what the leader has done right. before you begin to follow and one thing that the di disciples had for them is that they were an eyewitness to his healing ability and his power so right. if God is healing if God is feeding if God is providing if God is loving on if God is uh, making ways out of no way then my job my purpose my overall call is to be the disciple the follower I need to follow in the footsteps of the one who set the order and set that that assignment for me what am i here for i'm not here just to preach another sermon i'm not right. here just to to make your heart feel glad and 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 for you to walk away saying okay i learned something but did you change because information is nothing without application did you change did you get set free did the chains fall off and so we 
my pastor has always said, you can't schedule a deliverance that's service. Right. You Preach. can't schedule a deliverance service. For Preach. all these people that's out here scheduling when God is going to deliver, you are not God to say when he's going to deliver. He's God all by himself. He don't set up with time. He is time. And he, you know, he's timeless when you think about it. So you can't schedule his deliverance. But what you can do is you can schedule your time with God with fasting and prayer. And you can ask God to give you that power so that you can assist in the deliverance of someone else's ailment. Amen. Now, if you think about it, if if you're plugged into the station, if you're plugged into the element, to the power, you're always ready. You don't Always. have to go get ready if you plugged in. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's a lot of people, I, I want to call them brand name preachers. Okay. There's a lot of brand names out there. Come on. I mean, you're going to find brand names, but what's the quality? Just because there is a brand, just because somebody says that they're a certain thing and give right. themselves time. If you notice, where'd they get the title from? Come on. And I'm not, I'm not going to just rail on people because of what they say they are, but you kind of have to know a tree by the fruit it bears. Yes, God. If all you're doing is being wonderful all the time hmm. and God's not getting the glory, if you're getting all the glory, right. where is God? Where see, is that, God? That's the thing. So if I if I look at you and I don't see God, I'm gonna I gotta stop looking at you. That's right. Because you're in the way. You're an active resistance. Hmm. Because the the power of God is John the Baptist power of God. That's the power right. of God is Jesus Christ power of God. If you notice those two characters they wasn't shiny glistening awesome people they were somewhere in the face of god john the baptist looked like a homeless crazy man right but he was preaching the the coming of the lord and people could hear the voice of god through the things that john the baptist said because john the baptist was hidden anointing in some mess hmm. and that's the thing god loves to hide his anointing in something that people Come have happened on, to preacher. just pass by they don't notice him because he's not flashy he's not Ooh, like the come on the, preacher the, the prince what do they call it the pharisees and the sadducees yes. that was always dressed you know they had the garment they had they the, had the garment the, the, the flashy and all they had everything that was required by the uh, the uh law but they had no power None. but john the baptist was was a voice crying in the wilderness mm, and he saved souls because he made people in tune to what god was saying yes. for the time and god had anointed him from birth so if you want to look for somebody that's got some power look for the person that doesn't vaunt that does hmm. not promote himself that's right because jesus didn't promote himself a lot of times when he would heal people he would say tell no man right go and sin no more right right he said, keep this to yourself right but because of the power because, because of the anointing they couldn't do it they because couldn't. they were like oh my god guess what I this meant? i wasn't supposed to tell you but i gotta tell I you gotta what jesus you. did for me and lives were changed and and that's what we need for today we need somebody that's not going to be going around talking about how awesome they are hmm. and Thank talking you, about jesus. what jesus can how do great and that's he the is. problem with faith today is faith is wrapped up in all these brand names hmm. but ain't nothing coming from him it's just a whole bunch of awesome awesome people but people aren't awesome people are dirt that has blood flowing through it this in a in a in a flexible form but as soon as you stop breathing you're gonna see what that body really is yeah so Lord if you're God. if you're determined to be awesome in your physical you have completely missed it you and that's it. why you need to fast and that's why and you know what i'm glad you said that because when you miss it 
people like this man who brought his son, they missed the opportunity mm-hmm. to experience the power of God because you're so busy being wonderful. You're so busy being flashy. You're so busy showing your shoes, your cufflinks, your ties, your clean. dresses. Just clean. clean. Just clean, as, <laughs> clean and, and dirty at the same dirty. time. Clean and dirty at dirty. the same time. Because if they did not, if their life did not, and then, and, and ugh, excuse me, if someone bring takes the time to say this is what he or she is dealing with mm-hmm. our job and our abilities through the power of god is to deal with that that day that's right god didn't say in his scriptures that it had to be next sunday that's that right. you had to wait for a deliverance sermon or deliverance schedule yeah. scheduled t- two months out for you to come and get That's your right. deliverance. If I came to you on a Tuesday afternoon at 345 and I said, this is what I'm dealing with, then you should have the power in order to cast out what I'm dealing with That's because right. you have gotten in the face of God, because you have taken time to fast and pray, right. because you have heard the Lord and you are an active assistance in his power to get the, so that he gets the glory. Like Minister LaFleur is saying, like God gets the glory. That's it's right. it's enough to where we are trying to make our name great. We are trying to be known. We are trying to be seen. We That's are trying right. to be relevant. We are trying to be flashy. We are trying to promote self-promotion. And it's all about promoting the power of God in all of this. Like he said, take that body when it dies and see what it do. <laughs> right. what take it the body like. and, and when it dies and see what that body do. So it's, it's not even us. The ability that we have is not about us. When it's I, not. when I was asleep last night, I told my husband, I said, it's amazing that I dreamt. It, it felt like I dreamt in scriptures. It felt like I dreamt walking with God and I wasn't saying anything, but I could hear the Lord tell me on this walk about the power. And he began to show me, he said, it's, it's when you look at the text again, he said, look down at that last verse, because it's about leaders. He said, it's about the followers of me. It's about the ones that are in position. He said, this scripture does show you this man and his son. He said, but this scripture also shows you God and his son. He said, this scripture shows you the disciples, which are representative of leadership in today's time. He said, there are people that are not receiving power because they won't add fasting and praying. He said, they'll pray all day long, but they won't add the fast to it. They'll either pray or fast. So one year we come in with just fasting. The next year we come in with a prayer meet or whatever the case may be. But when you add the two together to fast and to pray, to put aside everything to bring something that you love to give an offering and a gift and a sacrifice to read Isaiah 58 and to see the order of fast that God has already set in place then you'll understand then you'll receive then you'll be equipped with the power that we need for these times that we are not living in but about to go to that's right and you have to understand that it's not just about where you are it's about where God is trying to take you he's not trying to take you on your next preaching assignment to the potter's house for td jakes god is trying to take you to somebody's house on the west side to heal a son that is broken and that is possessed and that is battling in their spirit it's so much that we have forward to to look forward to but we always look for something that glorifies us and we need to look in the wilderness we need to and 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 because you mentioned uh john the baptist in the wilderness one thing that our pastor pastor 
Pastor M. Christopher Brown II has taught us was you have to know who you are That's right. and who you not. Right. John the Baptist had enough humility to know that he could not fill the shoes or lace the shoes of the one that was coming after him. Right. Even though he came before Christ, even though he was there to baptize Christ, he understood who he wasn't. And he right. understood that Christ was the, the promised Messiah, that That's Christ right. was the Emmanuel, the great son of God that was coming to redeem the sins of the world. He knew who he wasn't and he wasn't trying to make his name great in the wilderness. His promotion came from, like Reverend LaFleur said, came from people talking about the things that was going around. There was a crowd that gathered around John the Baptist when they came to see him baptizing many in the wilderness. There was a crowd that always followed Jesus Christ. You may have a crowd following you right now because of your brand name. Amen. But what are you doing in the midst of the crowd? Are people being delivered? Are demons being casted out? Are people being set free? If your brand is just to make your name great, then you have missed the mark when it came to God. You missed it. And the word says, the last shall be first and the first shall be last. Come so on. of the devil and God, which one you think likes brand names the most? Hmm. Hello. The enemy. So if the devil is the one that likes the brand names, if the devil is the one that's trying to transform himself into an angel, angel of light, light. Come the on. devil's the one that's trying to be all shiny and awesome, then that should tell you something about which direction you should be going in. Right. Because God is not the author of confusion Hallelujah. and neither is he the one that's going to allow you to puff yourself up in right. his name remember the <laughs> sons of Skiba? here they were they were trying to cast a demon out of a man and the <laughs> devil said paul i know jesus, jesus I, know. I know who are you who are you and whooped them all naked okay so that, that lets you know the devil has enough power to beat you down if you're not representing right. Hmm. Okay, so you can't go and try to deal with demons. Listen to me. You cannot go and try to deal with demons on, in your own power because the Ooh, only power yes. that you have is the power to die. That's all you got. <laughs> you don't have power. There is no power in you. If God is not in you, you have no power. You have no you power. You have nothing without God. You are nothing but proud dirt without God. Without mm. God, you are nothing. Write that down, y'all. Proud dirt. Proud dirt. <laughs> proud dirt. Think about it. Here you are. You're walking around like you're something special. But without God, you're nothing. 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 You have nothing. You will be nothing without God. People that have money, money is paper that turns into dust just like everything else on, on this earth. Come everything on. on this earth that was created on earth is going to end up being earth. Hmm. <laughs> so if, if you put your treasures in heaven, if you put your treasures in Jesus Christ, Jesus. that's where the real treasure is. So yeah... There's a rat race. There's We're all trying to get somewhere. We're trying to get things. And, and God is the one that said that he'll be your blesser. He'll give you what you need. Yes. So if And it, i got to admit that it's hard sometimes hmm. to look at God. Come it's on. hard sometimes Testify. to be able to say, Lord, I trust you. It's hard to do that because yes. the only way that you're going to really see him move is to do that. You have to make the work. You have to exercise in the spirit in order to see God move. Mm -hmm. So if you're not doing anything in the spirit, then you're actively resisting the spirit. Mm -hmm. You're actively you, resisting Lord. what God wants to do. If you're not part of the solution, you are what? 
part of the problem. Hello. <laughs> and that's the, the reality. That's the reality of that's it. If true. you're not operating in God and you're operating in yourself, the only one that wants you to operate in yourself is the devil. Is the enemy. That's the one. So and, if that's what you're doing, and let's just confess, you know, all have sinned. Everybody. All, everybody. All every so one nobody's of us. perfect. Nobody's going to be able to stand up and say, I have conquered my flesh. Because the conquering of your flesh is a daily activity. Yes, that's your daily exercise. That's and that's right. where fasting comes in. Is because if you're actively resisting God, then you got to get your body out of the way. Mm -hmm. You have to do what's necessary to actively assist God. And the only way to do that is to plug in. It's to plug in and to move out of the way. That's so right. when, when you fast, you line up to a divine side of you know, your, your flesh, where you are in control and command to let your body know that we are not eating that. We are not drinking that. We are not doing that. We are not saying that. We are not looking at that. We are not going there. We are not going here. We have to be completely in tune for God to assist right. and we to assist after the fast. Uh, it reminded me of the scripture in Acts where he said, after you... After this, you will receive power mm -hmm. of the Holy Ghost. So That's the right. Holy Ghost power will come upon you. And so God doesn't want us to get to a place where we believe. Hear me in the Holy Ghost. God does not want us to get to a place where we believe that we have received enough power for this race. So, yes, you have been baptized by the Holy Spirit, if yeah. this is you. Yes, you have been uh, endowed with power from on high. But there is a level of power that you need in order to do the duties of deliverance for other people. It is not that same power that dunamis that came on you when you first received your right. holy ghost there is a level of authority remember i told you that god was telling me that this is authority this That's is right. the authority to cast out that which is in someone that feels as though they are a part of them god was showing me that this young man was not born with this issue That's that right. it was put on him at an early age so the authority and the power that god wants to give you right. wants to end Dow you with is the authority to be able to look at that demon that has lived in that body for all these years that feels like it's its residency that feels like it's not going to move that feels like you can't tell it to get out that feels like he's going to take over that became upset and dis disgruntled even in the face That's of right. Jesus because he threw the kid to the ground still the gnashing of the teeth the foaming of the mouth he began to still act out you want the authority not to move and not to be afraid when you see a demon about to come out and that also that you are covered so when that demon does come out that it doesn't go into you because there is a such thing as transferring of spirits and so you have to make sure that you are closed off to or to to not be susceptible for that spirit to come into you, but also to take the stand and the authority in Christ Jesus and to use his words, not your words, in order to cast that spirit out. Amen? Here's something to think about. <laughs> believers and unbelievers have one thing in common. <laughs> At some point, everybody believes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you only have unbelief until God whoops you. <laughs> you only have unbelief until you stand before the throne of God at judgment time. So you might, if you doubt, you, your doubt is a limited time experience yes, because is. God is, says every knee 
shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So either you confess because you want to or you confess because you have to. Mm. And that's the difference. Is Are you a want to or a have to? Yeah. And you want to be a want to. And the way that you become a want to is that you put aside all of your observations about who God is mm. and pick up his word. Yeah. Pick up God's word. Let that experience, that real experience with God overtake you. If you follow God, you follow him for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's something that happened in your life to change you to that point. Mm-hmm. And like my wife is saying, once the, the first partaking of the holy anointing of God takes you to a certain point. But after you get that anointing, that initial anointing, then there's something that you have to do in order for the power to increase. Right. And that is that you yield to God doing the things. If you want to work your leg muscles to get stronger, you don't move your arms. That's not going to help your legs. So whatever the, the, the criteria or the requirement is that God says you have to do in order to get stronger, do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do what you think you should do. Make it easy on yourself and just do what God said. And there is a people that God is after right now That's there's right. a people that god is really calling after because uh glory to your name god because you have been told by god that you will that you have the power of the, the laying hands the laying of the hands that you have been equipped with these gifts and you have been doubting god because it hasn't happened That's yet right. so I, we've come to talk to those people that know that they have already heard god we've come to just encourage you to continue in this race that this is a time that god is sending you personally this word to say that it is time for you to fast and to pray that because he has set aside this Saturday to speak to you directly to say it is you that I am speaking to you know that I've told you what you have you know the gifts that I told you that you have but you need this power to get to that next level because I want to use you in a way that I've never used you before I want to be able to get the glory out of your life I want them to see the healing of God through you I have chosen you for such a time as this. God has said this morning, I am talking to that man or that woman that is tuning in right now that knows that God has already spoken to you. And so we are not just coming to give you uh, information. We're coming to give you the revelation of what God has already yes. given you, the confirmation on, or the confirmation on what God has already given you, the revelation on. He's already revealed it to you in his word. He's revealed it to you in your study, in your quiet time, in your talking time, in your car, in your, in your house, wherever you were when you heard the voice of God tell you that this is you we are just confirming that yes God has said that this is you but you have to go into a fast God is calling a fast in this season right now because we need and I know I am too one of the ones that God was talking to so I'm telling you that I'm preaching to myself before I even teach it to you I'm telling it to me because God has reminded me of the gifts that he has already placed inside me but he is calling me to a fast and so I have to set some things aside in order to go before the face of God to do it according to the word of God and toward the will of God so that I can get all that God has for me so that when the people come that their encounter with me will never be the same but not because of who I am because I have nothing to do with this but it's because of his power and his spirit and his might and his ability and his action 
active uh, uh, assistance in this, their deliverance. Amen. And so mm-hmm. that's where we are today. God is calling forward a fast. And, and I'm going into a fast this Monday. I'm going into a fast this Monday. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I am going into a fast this Monday because this is what God is calling me to do. So I don't know who's listening and I don't know who you are, but I want you to know that the fast is starting this Monday. And if you read Isaiah 58, you'll see the type of fast it is. You'll see what God is asking us to offer. He is asking us to offer our whole selves unto yes. him. He is asking us to give a, give up everything right now because yes. there are some things that are going on inside of us that we can't take to, like Reverend LaFleur said, you can't take you to, to a place where they need the, the, the power and the deliverance of God because those demons will beat us out of our clothes and we have to understand that God wants to get us into a place of the authority that he has already given us when he called us he has given us authority but we have to receive his power in order for us to operate in his power and through his authority we have to be able to stand flat foot in the face of the enemy in that person and be able to cast that demon out without fear or fret we have to be able to know that it is God and know that we are not coming to take no for an answer that that spirit has to leave and not next week at a deliverance service that that spirit is going to be casted out at the time that they bring that person to us for their deliverance and that we don't have to wait. We don't have to wait until a Sunday morning service. I ain't got to wait to another conference. I ain't got to go to another convention that I'm bringing my son to the wilderness on a Friday and he is going to be set free. Yes, Lord, I believe, but help what I don't believe. And if we stand in a place as leaders on behalf of God, as the ambassadors and the disciples of God, we have the ability to have that power that God is trying to give to us freely he gives yes freely he gives and he wants to give it to us but the problem is we don't want to receive it because we want to do it in our own way we just want to halfway do things for god but we want to receive all the glory from god and it won't work like that in this season to where we're going you're not going to go into 2020 without the power of god if you would just yield and submit to him right now you won't go in 2020 the way you went in 2019 you won't go in 2020 the way you went in 2018 you won't deal with the things that you dealt with in 2019 when you going into 2020 but it doesn't start when you get to 2020 it starts monday you that's what preparation is about preparation doesn't happen january 1st where you make your new year's resolution preparation happened monday on on the 14th or is it 14th the 15th (laughs) preparation is happening this monday whatever the date may be this monday where you go into a a prepared season and time with God saying that I don't want to wait until January of the next year to claim 2020 vision, to claim all the 20s, all these things that we are preparing for, we are preparing, but we can get in this season where we are. I don't want to leave 2019 the same way I came in. I want to leave knowing that I have the power of God to cast out demons. I have the power of God to walk in the authority that he has given unto me. And so when you go back and read that last scripture, let's just read it just for your hearing. And he said unto them, this kind, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. This is red letters. Jesus speaking. This kind can come forth by nothing but by fasting and praying. That means that if you do anything other than fasting and prayer... Ain't nothing going to happen. This kind, this spirit 
can come out, but it has to come out according to what is written and what have been spoken by Jesus Christ himself, read letters, read it for yourself by fasting and praying. You have to do both in order for this kind to come out. Amen. That's right. And what you have to also do is believe. You have to believe in order for God to work. Remember when Jesus went to his own town, there was there was so much unbelief because people knew who he they knew his family. Yeah. So they were resistant to his calling mm. because they knew his family. <laughs> I mean, I mean the power of God is being affected by the fact that people knew you when you grew up come on think about there are some of you out here who you know that you have a calling on your life and you've been discouraged by the reaction of some of the people that know you because they know who you used to be come on now they know preacher. what you used to do they they know about your past they know that you you used to do whatever it was that you did and and you might be a little bit embarrassed by the reality of your past but god didn't call you because of your past hmm. but god called you because of your past hmm. think about it god called you to do something because god loves the controversy god loves to pick somebody up that's dirty and clean them off and shine them up yes. and say this is my child this is my child in whom I'm well pleased mm. so think about it ignore the reality of what you used to be but remember where you came from Come on. so when it's time for God to use you that you don't become this proud dirt mm. where it's all about you but you let God lead you and you let God direct you and you let God get the glory in your life That's right. the best way to do that is to get out of his way, mm -hmm. get on your knees, and push your plate aside. Yes, and let God to speak to you. Let God speak to you. He wants to use you. He, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking as somebody that knows what I'm talking about because the times that I've pushed my plate aside and mm -hmm. got into the face of God, very, very huge things have taken place in my Thank life you, Lord. that have let me know that I was on the right track. Thank you, but Jesus. you can't make that connection. You can't hear his voice if you don't plug in you gotta plug in mm -hmm. you got to know that god is speaking to you and he's wanting you to come up to a higher level yes but you gotta do the work that's it's right. hard to push your plate it's aside, hard but you gotta do it you and gotta do it and what you will receive is a blessing greater. of a higher level in him a higher spiritual level and a higher tuned in discernment in the spirit yes and you have to think that the enemy is going to come and try even after today to discourage oh, you from God. even setting aside and pushing aside your plate he's going to give you every reason and every excuse not to move forward right. he is going to be speaking to you even probably as we speak in, in this studio today that no they're not talking to you that is not your time that you didn't hear God say it yet that you got to pray a little bit longer to hear that if this is for you it's for you the enemy is going to try because what he already knows is the power that you're about to receive what he already knows is the level that god is trying to take you to so we want to encourage you to just trust and believe in god and like reverend was saying that the enemy is going to try to use your past to disqualify you right. well god knew your past when he called you in the first That's place right. so he already knows what he can do that why he does the things that he does in the scriptures look at the people that he has called to lead the yes. people that he have called to write the word of god the 
people that's that he right. has inspired to put a book in those 66 books. They weren't the wonderful ones with the shiny that's gold. Right. They weren't the Pharisees or the Sadducees, no. even though they are part of the story. They weren't the ones chosen to write the story. Right. God chooses those ones that are in the wilderness, those ones that has gotten a little dirt on them, those ones that came out. He used a prostitute to lead people out. He used a liar. He used a murderer. murderer. He used people like us. He used the adulterer. He used everyone like That's us, right. the ones that come low in the Lord and know that they are not high and mighty. No, I know That's that right. you know my past. I know that Las Vegas knows some things about me that I did, but guess what, Vegas? It didn't qualify me to still be chosen and to be used by God. And the murmurings and all the backbiting and all the naysayers can't stop, the, stop you from getting the things that God has in store for you. So if I'm speaking to you, I don't want you to get discouraged and people knowing where you grew up at and what you used to be and what you used to do and how you used to do it and who you used to do it with. God is still calling his rejects That's forward right. for a time like this because we're not trying to be seen and heard. We're not trying to steal his glory and take over his story. We're trying to humble ourselves in the face of God and do the will of God for the people of God. We are ready to serve according to the scriptures. So I'm speaking to those of you that may feel discouraged by what you used to do, that may feel discouraged by what people have said about you and continue to talk about you. Let them talk because God is trying to take you on a level and with new level comes new devil. So they're going to come, but God is about to get you set up in the authority that you can speak to that devil that, and you can speak with the authority of God and cast that thing right out of not just somebody else, but starting with you. And that's what the fast is about. The that's fast right. is being able to reveal the things that are, that are hindering us from getting to the next level so that God can use us effectively. And think about this. You need your haters. Oh yeah. Don't 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 be mad because you got <coughs> haters. Matter of fact, be mad if you don't have no haters. Come on. Because if you ain't got no haters, that means you ain't doing nothing. That you ain't doing but nothing. But if, if you got haters, <laughs> that lets you know that you're Free on promotion. the right track. Because the devil's gonna get louder and louder. Yes, Every, he is. The higher you get, the louder he's gonna try to yes. get because he's gonna try to distract you from your purpose. But yes, you gotta yes. remember that God has called you to do something. But if you don't do nothing, then the devil wins. Hmm. Don't let him win in your life. Amen. And I'm speaking to myself just like I'm speaking to whoever can hear my yes, voice. Glory God, God has a calling on your life. If you're on this earth, you're on this earth for a purpose. And it's not to, to clean the parking lot. It's not hmm. to put a car together. It's not to construct a building. God has you on this earth for his glory. He yes. has called you to a purpose. And that is for him to shine in your life. Yes, yes. And that's what you want. You want your life to have meaning. You want to leave a legacy of the anointing of God in your life. Yes, amen. So when they do talk about you the next time, they'll be able to say, wow. Right. Let <laughs> wow. them say wow. God, yeah, because it's like, wow, God used her? Absolutely that's God right. used her. God that's used right. him? Absolutely God that's used right. him. And, and for those of you that are listening and tuning in, we want you to be encouraged because we are doing a five-day fast starting Monday from Monday Amen. through Friday. It is a full fast. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but it is possible. It is. Just because, like Reverend LaFleur said earlier, just because the exercise weakens you on that first day of working out doesn't mean that you won't get to that fifth That's day. Right. The the fast is a, a, a exercise. You have to do it. And know that you're going to expect to hear the That's enemy right. come in to try to discourage you. Don't think that you're going to do this without a fight. Just like that demon that was 
coming out of that void. He had to throw him down one last time. So trust and believe the enemy is going to try to make that one last move because he knows that you have made a commitment. But on the other side of this fast, you will receive the power that God needs for you to have in order to endure and to encounter these demonic presences and to use the authority of God to speak and cast them out. And that's where we want to be. Now, we're only talking to the remnant of those that can hear the voice of the Lord through that's this right. assignment on today. Those of you that said he, they're not talking to me, guess what? Nope, we're not talking to you. But we are talking to the ones that can truly hear the voice of God, speak to their spirit and their situation because they've already heard them. We're just here to confirm it. And go back and read this story as we bring our show to a close. Go back and read this story because you not only have the father and the son that he brought with him, but you have the father and the son that he brought to us. And That's so true. you have to look at Jesus in a different way in this text. And if you want more information on the fast, I'm going to post it on the And She Should Be Called Woman Facebook page and my Instagram page and my personal page so that you would know why the LaFleurs are missing in action <laughs> for five days because we are about to go into the face of God like never before. And before we pray out, amen, do you have any last words you want to say? Uh, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. So we're going to go ahead and bring our show to a close. And God, we thank you right now thank in you, the Lord. name of Jesus. Thank you for what our hearts have felt, our ears have heard. Lord God, thank you for every listener that have tuned in, everyone that will go back and replay. Lord God, thank you for the hearts of those that are willing to yield over themselves, Lord God, to you so that we can walk closer to you, Lord God, that we can hear you in a different way, thank that you, you can take us to the next level of authority and expectation of power that we will receive on you, God, for Give us for anything that we have done, self-promoting ourselves, oh God. Humble us in your face right now, Lord God. We don't want to be wonderful, God. We want your name to be great. Yes. We don't want to do self-promoting to where people look at our lives. We want them to see you through us, Lord God. So if there is anyone, Father God, including me, including my husband, that have tried to make our name great above your name, Lord God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, you, that you will set us in order according to your will, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, for everyone that will tune in, that they will hear your voice, God, besides our voice, that they will hear you speak to them and that they will join us on this five-day fast starting on Monday, Lord God, that we will push our plates aside, Lord God, to hear you in a different way, that you will change even us before we can lay hands and to speak out demons, Lord God, that you will speak them out of us, whatever we're battling with right now, Lord God, we give over to you, even on this Saturday morning, Lord God, we turn it over into your hands, Lord God, and we thank you in Jesus' name, Jesus name. amen. amen. Changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrificed your life So I could be free So I could be whole So I can tell everyone I know
So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for oh, You thought I was to die for You thought I, you thought I You thought I was to die for